The following message from Bible teacher and pastor Jim Crabb is brought to you by Imago Day Christian Fellowship in Westchester, Ohio. I'm in the book of Acts tonight. I love the name of the book. What's the name of that book? Acts. That means, you know, the four Gospels are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But then the ne- very next book is the book of Acts. That's where, after Christ died, you know, at the end of the Gospels, Christ dies. He raises again. That's what we preach Sunday. Why are you looking for the living among, among the dead? Christ is not in the tomb any longer. Amen. He raised from the dead. We tried to, we, we did everything but give you, come and spoon feed you that Sunday, man. Because Christ is risen from the dead. I said he's out of the tomb. He's a living, he's, he's, he's alive, man. And then in the book of Acts, in the, by the second chapter, people started getting born again. Peter preached and thousands got saved. He told them the story. You, this good theology in Acts chapter 2 about what Peter preaches about. To these folks, and 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 the Holy then the Holy Spirit fell. So people were getting saved. Then they got filled with the Spirit, and then they started. Then they started doing what the, the name of this book is. That's why it's named that. It's it's the Acts. They started acting on what what the Gospels was talking about. That's what they did. And that's what we're doing. We're living our life. The the book of Acts is not finished yet. Hear me? The book of Acts is still being written, Brother TJ. Huh? Because I'm acting. I'm I'm still a New Testament believer. And I'm acting out. I'm living out what Christ has done. The resurrected Christ. When he hit me. When he came into my life. And he raised me, Brother Tim. He raised me from the dead. Huh? Your pastor's been raised from the dead. I mean, I was in spiritual death and darkness surrounded me. I was in a type of a tomb. But I was, I was, the worst part wasn't, wasn't that I really was dead. It was that I had to live, but I was dead. That's what was hard about sin. Because I was, I was, you know, because I was dragging around this dead thing on the inside of me. There was no life in me. That's what, what you're like before Christ comes in your heart. There's, but Jesus said you will have eternal life when you begin to believe on him. Life. And, and eternal life doesn't mean living a long time. Eternal life means life as God lives it. It's, it's life. It's, you know, the Greek word there, zoe. It's the, it's the life as God knows it. I want to get, I want to live, I'm not just looking to live a churchy life. I want to live the zoe life. Life as God lives it. Life as God knows it. And life is flowing out of God and it's flowing into, into our hearts as we dwell in that secret place. Life is flowing into us. 
the resurrected Christ's ministry is, is impacting our lives and then we're just living it out every day. We're living it out in our marriages. We're living it out right in our jobs. We're living it out everywhere we go. We're living it out. The kingdom of God has invaded our lives. And we are, we're, we're doing our part to, to be the, the book of Acts, right? Because wouldn't it, I, I don't know, for a lot of Christians, I'm not sure that they'd be in the book of Acts because they're not doing anything. Say amen or oh me. Huh? They're not doing anything. They don't act like they know the risen Christ. Like they've been raised up from the dead and like they got a new heart. Like they're really excited about coming to the house of the Lord and seeing what God's going to do. Huh? Man, I, I don't know if they'd be in the book of Acts. They'd be in the book of sitting around. Sitting in church. Huh? But thank God when you become a real born again believer. And the life of God, Toye, gets on the inside of you. You start acting on it. You do stuff like was, you, you know, did anybody, I'm sure they did, Brother Jeff, this is a rhetorical question, but did anybody think, what are you doing? Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> hey, I don't know but you, probably, especially those that knew you best, huh? You know what I mean? What are you doing? Man, I'm living life like God knows it. I'm, I'm acting on what Christ has done. That's what I'm talking about. That stirred me up tonight, man. 56 years old and hits an altar. Now, you didn't get up that day knowing you were going to be a missionary. You just got up that day and thank God they did what they should do, what every believer ought to do. But a lot of people these days are forgetting about it is come to the house of the Lord. And at the house of the Lord, something happened to who, who? How many people would be impacted if, what if they just thought, well, we're not going today. We're tired. We've done our part. Bless our hearts. We're not going to act. We're just going to stay home today. Huh? They'd have missed that opportunity in that moment. But thank God they did. Thank God they went. Shout out loud and say, we're a book of Acts church. We, we don't just believe everything that's in the book of Acts. We're living out the book of Acts. This is the book of Acts 2019. We're living out here, aren't we? We're living it in Cincinnati. We're living it in Costa Rica. We're living it going to Africa. We're living it, you know, sending money to Scotland. We're living it sending money to Turkey. We're living it sending money to the Philippines, to Mexico, to Germany, and Honduras, all the nations that we can get as much money in we're living out the book of acts we're living out the book of acts at, if you work at procter and gamble you're living it out if you work at general electric you're living out the book of acts at general electric amen brother tim's a, a painting contractor he's living it out wherever he goes wherever the mission is we give god thanks for the book of acts Somebody say amen. amen. And when you get in the book of Acts, you find out there were some people that really believed that Christ 
didn't die for them in vain, that his resurrection power had changed their life. Amen? Now, let's, uh, in the book of Acts chapter 8, let's get, look down at uh, verse 26. We'll start in verse 26. Now, they're just, in, in the early part, from 1 to 25, there'd been a, there was a revival, and a man named Philip was part of it. And he's in the middle of an outpouring. He's in the middle of a revival. And all kinds of things happening. There's miracles done there. Philip was preaching the things of the kingdom. And people were baptized. And signs and wonders and miracles were done. But all of a sudden, just exactly like what happened to Brother Jeff, Philip's life took a took a real turn here in Acts 26. It says, And the angel of the Lord spoke to Philip and said, Arise. In other words, get up. I'll tell you, he's, he's saying arise to a bunch of people tonight. Arise. Don't, we're not just going to sit down and let life pass us by. We're going to arise. We're going to rise up in the hard days of our life. We're going to, get, we're going to rise up in the, in the tough days of our life. We're going to rise up in the mundane stuff, but we're going to rise up. He told Philip, he said, Arise and go toward the south under the way that goes down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. In other words, this angel comes to Philip in the middle of a revival. And all of a sudden, the angel says, hey, I want you to get up and leave this revival, and I want you to go down, and I want you to go this direction toward the south, and I want you to go, go toward the desert. Now, why would I leave a revival where there was all these people were getting touched and God was using me for signs, wonders, and miracles? Of course, that's where I want to stay. No, wait a minute. But this is the book of Acts. This is the book of Acts. We, we act and we act and then we act again. We keep on acting. Amen? And he told him, I want you to go toward the desert. Where there, you know, when you think of the desert, what do you think of? There's, you know, dry, barren, not much out there, right? He said, in, and then in verse 27, and he, and he arose and went. That may be the biggest miracle of the night right there. Was that after God gave him a word that he arose and went? That's why I'm proud of y'all. Because you just didn't get it, get a little inspiration and praise God. You just, I, I love that. I love, I, they've, I've heard them share a little bit of that before, but man, I love it. When, when somebody tells me they were 56 years old, God dealt with them at an altar and changed their heart and life and told them to get up and go to the world and they really do it and sell everything that they'd been accumulating 
and got rid of all their stuff. And, and you know, there wasn't, you know, I don't think he did. God, I don't, I'm sure he didn't because he doesn't do that. He, he didn't give them a 15 to 20 year plan of exactly every step of the way and this is how it's going to happen. I've told you people, you know, business people sometimes can, can try to bring business into the kingdom. And, and there's, there's good business practices you should, you know, practices you should bring in the kingdom. But you can't run the kingdom like you run business, man. Right? That didn't make sense. You're, well, what are you going to do? Well, we're, we're going to obey God. That's what Philip said. Where are you going? How can you leave this revival? Huh? What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean an angel told you to go stand, go out to the desert? What's in the desert? You know what? He didn't know. He knew, he knew as much as Jeff and Kim knew the day they got up from that, uh, from that altar when they had an experience with God. Sometimes you don't know, but you got to obey God. You, you know, just go down to the desert. Where did he tell you to do? He told me to go down to the desert. Didn't make sense. Seemed like, well, you were being fruitful, but, you know, don't, don't leave the revival now. Look what happens. Verse 27. And he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia. You know this story. A man from Ethiopia, a eunuch, of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning, returning and sitting in his chariot and read Isaiah the prophet. So he's in the book of Isaiah. And he's in a chariot and that chariot's bouncing along through the desert. Now, I, I don't think that they expected that there was going to be some guy just standing out there that was full of the Holy Spirit. They were just going along. But when you start getting into the will of God like we're talking about here, I'm telling you, you don't know what's going to happen. You, I, but I know this, you meet the right people. You meet the people. You, need, you, you meet people. See, we'll read it in a second. When, when the, the man in the chariot, when, when the Ethiopian eunuch, right, he's reading the book of Isaiah, but he doesn't understand it. And so the one thing he needs is he needs somebody to preach it to him and teach him and tell him what that means. He had the book. But he needed the book open to him. And he needed a teacher. He needed a communicator. Well, I want to tell you right now, thank God that there was a man that was obedient named Philip. And Philip did exactly what the Spirit of God showed him and took him down to the desert and put him right there on the road where the, where the chariot was going to come. With, a, with an Ethio, a guy from Ethiopia, huh? A guy from Ethiopia is riding along in a chariot because they've been to Jerusalem to worship. And he's riding along in the chariot. I mean, this, this is cool. And reading the book of Isaiah. 
And right in the middle of when he's reading the book of Isaiah, he looks up and there's a guy standing out there. Little did he know. You know, see, I believe when you get hungry to know God, God will take people and God will put them right in your pathway. He'll put them right on the roads you're on. When you get hungry for, for the Holy Spirit, when you get hungry for God, and you say, Lord, I want to know you more than anything. I, I want to know you more than I want my next breath. I, wanted, I want you to teach me your word. I'm telling you, all of a sudden, God will call people, take people, and connect you with people. He'll put them in your pathway, and He'll put them on your road. Huh? Man, I love this guy. And so Philip, he, he does it. Verse 29, then the Spirit said to Philip, go near and join yourself to this chariot. T.L. Osborne, the great missionary, years ago he wrote a book called Join That Chariot. There's some chariots me and you need to join. You know, what's that mean? He said, go near to that chariot. In other words, run alongside that chariot and catch up with that chariot because this is part of your assignment. This is part of why you, why you left the revival. He told him to join that chariot. And Philip ran there to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, you understand what you read. And he said, how can I unless some man should guide me? Well, golly, guess what? I'm your guide today. That's what Philip said. I'm the one that can guide you. I know exactly, right, I know exactly who he's talking about because I knew him and ran around with him And I've just come from experiencing his presence down at this revival. And we saw signs and wonders and miracles. And he begins to tell him about Jesus. Ha! A hungry guy calls out on God. I want to know you, Lord. I want to know who's this talking about. I don't understand this. And all of a sudden a preacher gets called to go stand out in the desert. Huh? And their paths intersected. And Philip began to explain to him. And he, in the middle of verse 31, and he asked Philip that he would come up and sit with him. That's what hungry people do. Oh, hey, you, you know who this, wait a minute. I've been trying to figure this out for days, weeks, months, maybe years about who this, who this is talking about in Isaiah. The lamb that was led to the slaughter, that bore the iniquities of mankind, and the, 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 the lamb that was slain. Right? I've been trying to figure this out. You mean you know about this guy? Yes. I know him. And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. I'm telling you, there's hungry people out there. You know, I, 
I used to think I was going to minister to everybody, but I'm not ministering to everybody. I don't minister to everybody. I'll tell you who I minister to. Hungry people. Desperate people and needy people. Huh? People that'll, that'll let me get up and sit by them. Hmm? Hallelujah. And verse 32, the place of the scripture which he read was this. Of all the things he could have been reading in Isaiah. Isaiah, is a, there's a lot of, you know, in our time we'd say there's a lot of chapters. There's a lot of writing that Isaiah did. But, all, but when, exactly at the time when Philip jumps up in that chariot and asks him, do you understand what you're reading? He's, he's reading out loud. And he, here was the scripture. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. You know what he wants to know? Who's the he? Who is he? Who is he? I don't, I know he was, he, whoever he was, he was led like a sheep to the slaughter. But that's not helping me. I want to know who he was. And like a lamb dumb before his shearer, so he opened not his mouth. That's the scripture he was reading. In his humi- this scripture too. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who will declare his generation for his life is taken from the earth? And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this? Who's he talking about? Of himself? Or some other man. Then Philip opened his mouth. And began at the same scripture. And preached unto him Jesus. And they went on their way. And they came to a certain water. And the eunuch said, here is some water. What doth hinder me from being baptized? In other words, my God, let's don't wait around any longer. I want to get this show going, man, now that I know who this is all about. That's what I've been praying for. Somebody to share the word with me and open the scriptures to me. Somebody to come up in my chariot and sit with me a little bit and teach me uh, who's this about. Woo! And Philip, I, I love that eunuch because that eunuch said, man, what the, let, let's get this going. There's water. Don't I need to be baptized? Isn't there something in all your writings about ba- water baptism? Yes, there is. He said, well, here's some water. What's hindering me from being baptized? Well, it's not baptism Sunday. <laughs> or it's, we didn't put it in the bulletin. He said, I don't care. I don't want to wait for the right day. I'll tell you, I, get, I'm, I, wanna, I understand who this is about now. And now that I know who it's about, I can understand it and I can invite him into my heart. Yeah. And he did that. Yeah. Look at this now. Ha. And Philip, verse 37, and Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. Aren't you glad it's not, you know, it doesn't take a PhD to become a Christian? 
Huh? Uh, how do I get in this? Well, this is really complicated. It's really deep. You just got to believe with all your heart. Hmm? And if you believe with all your heart, you may. Ha! I believe with all my heart. All the promises of God are ours. And he's saying to us, you may. <laughs> if you believe with all your heart, you may. Verse 37. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Now wait a minute. You know, he just found that out. A few seconds ago. Because he didn't know that before. And all of a sudden, he, you know, that's why this is the book of Acts, man, because we got to start acting on this stuff. And he said, he said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So he just got taught it. He believed it with all of his heart. Amen. And then he was able to say it and confess it. Huh? And he, and he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water. So, in other words, Philip, the preacher, and the Ethiopian eunuch went down in the water. And both Philip and the eunuch, and Philip baptized him. Put him under the water. In the water and under the water and brought him up from out from under the water. Now, you know... Here, this is what I love about being a Christian. Because, I mean, this is a wild day already to me. If we stopped right here, this, this is a wild day. This is, I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm driving my chariot. I've wanted to know this for so long. I'm, I'm riding in the chariot. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. And all of a sudden, God puts a, this is my, my word, but it's a biblical thing. He put an angel out there. Not an, not an angel, flappy wing angel, but angel, a messenger. He put the messenger out there. And that messenger knows the answer to the questions that he's got in his heart and tells him the answer. It's Jesus, man. Now, but I mean, and, and that would have been cool if all that was all that happened. But that's not how. What, see, you, the miracle keeps going. Yeah. Ha! He commanded the chariot to stand still. They went down into the water. Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. Verse thirty-nine. And when they were come up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord. Caught away Philip. Philip has had some day here, man. <laughs> Revival, experiencing all the signs and wonders and miracles. An angel shows up, tells him, go stand in the desert down toward the south. He obeys that, runs into an Ethiopian eunuch that, that is a person of great authority in Ethiopia. Huh? When they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip 
so that the eunuch went on his way rejoicing. So in other words, Philip and the eunuch went into the water. Philip baptized him. As they were coming up, all of a sudden, Brother Philip, who's leading a book of Acts life, all of a sudden, the Bible says, Philip was caught up and caught away. In other words, he, he was there, come up out of the water, he's gone. That's what I'm talking, that's church like I'm talking about. Huh? He, he baptizes him, Philip, both of them went down, he brings him up, and all of a sudden, Philip disappears. But that's not the end of the story. He didn't just disappear. Look at verse 40. But Philip was found at Azotus, and passing through, he preached in all the cities until he came to Caesarea. Philip baptized that Ethiopian, came up out of the water. The Holy Spirit takes him in the Spirit and takes him down to Azotus, and he hits the ground. I don't know what the people, I don't know if anybody saw him hit the ground, but all of a sudden he, he goes from the desert in this water and he, and he ends up in this certain town. I mean, <laughs> where am I? Where am I, man? And the Bible says it, it didn't matter to him where he was. Because he went through all the towns wherever he was and he preached the gospel and he told people about Jesus. This, this is the kind of life that I believe that God's called us all to live. A supernatural life. Now you know, Philip, when you try to tell Philip you had a boring day, man, Philip can get you, Philip can tell you some stories, man. And I want to thank God and I want to, I'm just confessing tonight. Pastor Jim Crabb is living a, a book of Acts life. I'm, lead, I'm living a supernatural life. I'm willing to obey God. I'm willing to, to do like Philip did. And just I, I, I don't, and, and Jeff and Kim have done as living examples. I don't care what you... Lord, what do you care what Jesus does with you, man? Huh? You got raised from the dead. What else do you want? Are you kidding me? What do you care? All that, you know, I don't, however much money they had, it, it can't take the place of being in the will of God. man. Huh? I, I'm believing God that everybody in here is living a supernatural book of Acts life. That you are connecting with the right people at the right place at the right time and I'm telling you, he's got it all worked out. I'm telling you, he knows if you cry out for God in your heart, he will send exactly the people you need into your life for the glory of God. Now, one more piece to this story. I promise I'm done. The, the Ethiopian eunuch, what do you think he did? He went on his way rejoicing. What did he do? Well, he took the gospel... He took his understanding that Philip had showed him in that chariot in the middle of the desert and he rode all the way home to Ethiopia. Now, Ethiopia has another preacher. 
I believe that Ethiopian eunuch, are you kidding? Man, don't you know? I mean, he went on his right way rejoicing, but he went on his way going, wow. <laughs> don't you know he was excited to tell some people about that? Man, what happened to you on your journey back to Ethiopia? Sit down for a while because I'm going to tell you a story, man. And it's glorifying to God. Somebody say amen. amen. Let's stand up tonight. Praise God. Come on, praise team real quick. Man, I'm living a book of Acts life. Are you? Don't tell me you're just going to be normal church people the rest of your life. Huh? No. We're not going to do that. We're book of Acts people. Say out loud, I am. A book of Acts believer. Say it again. I am a book of Acts believer. Say this. We are a book of Acts church. We are fulfilling the Great Commission and helping people all over the world come to know Jesus. Praise God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for tonight. Thank you for Philip. Thank you for, thank you for this story, Lord, that in the Word of God. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Brother Jeff, turn me, help me here. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Lord, everybody in here that needs a miracle, I'm asking you now, by the Holy Spirit, I'm asking you, God, I'm asking you to shake all of us tonight. Shake us tonight. Shake me. Awaken us tonight. Let the church be awakened. Let the church come alive. That we are, we are the book of Acts people. We are people that follow the Holy Spirit. We are people that we're made for signs and wonders and different miracles. We were made for being spirit filled. We were made for the supernatural. We were made for the kind of day that Philip had there, Lord when he was called out of a revival, guided by an angel, and meets us a man that's hungry, baptizes him, and is caught away to another place. Thank God, thank God. No more business as usual. We are Book of Acts people for the glory of God. We trust you enjoyed this message. For more information about Pastor Jim Crabb and Imago Day, please visit our website at imagodeicincy.com. I-M-A-G-O-D-E-I-C-I-N-C-Y.com.